This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're about to listen to a segment from the Freedom's Disciple podcast exclusive to The Blaze. If you like it, please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. And a new show is released every Saturday at noon Eastern. Or you can get more information if you go to www.freedomsdisciple.com. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I have something I want to talk to you about. Um, I want to talk to you about free market capitalism. I want to talk to you about just a topic that is very important that has been misconstrued by both left and right today. But before we do that, I just want to take a moment and just just remember something and just salute each and every one of you who listen. You know, over the last couple of years and that I've been involved with The Blaze in different capacities and with this podcast, I've been told many times I've been attacked I've been insulted, I've been demeaned, I've been threatened. And I've also seen um, organizations and people who quite honestly have no honor, no dignity, no self-respect and have created false headlines and created stories that the blaze is going out of business and I've had people laugh at me going, you know, you you shouldn't attach your wagon um, to the blaze, you should move on. I just find it ironic because I just want to salute a few people. I find it ironic that in November, The Blaze had its best ever month in audio downloads and listens on all platforms. It's impressive when you consider the prior best month was October of this year. But what makes it even more impressive is anytime that happens when you hit a record, a new record, it's really cool. And it's really special and and it's, it's a sign. When you consider that happened in November 2016, it's more impressive. That there are still people out there thinking you're going to go out of business and spreading that lie. When you think that it's right after an election season. I don't know about you, but when the election happened, I just I went... <sighs> and then thirdly, when you consider that for a period of this month, people were on vacation. So we didn't have the same amount of shows as always because of Thanksgiving. And also, people don't have as much free time because it's Thanksgiving. You're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Then it's Christmas. You've got to buy presents. You've got to get the house ready. People just don't have as much free time. It's more family time. People coming in out of town. So I just want to salute a few people. I want to salute everyone, most importantly, who listens. Thank you for your support, for checking out my show, for listening to others. But I also want to give a a big congrats to people behind the scenes, Dom, Brian, Jonathan, for putting this people, this this group of people together, I don't know why I'm here. Um, there's a lot of talented people who offer different roles, you know, Doc, Glenn, Buck, Chris Salcedo, Michael Palka. You know, even on the podcast side, you got you know my buddy Justin Barkley, um, you know, a wonderful lady, um, in Case. 
you got Darling Daniel Lappin, you got Sheriff Clark, you've got Zudi Jasser, you got Charlie Harari, you got Cam Edwards, you got so many fantastic people, and then you got me. I, I honestly believe I'm I'm hitting a quota or something on the blaze, you know. Let's pick the most I don't know, outrageous person that you can find, just this crazy Irish guy and put him on air. I'm so thankful to be in part of that group and thank you to each and every one of you who listen, who share, who comment. It shows me that people still want to hear about principles, want to hear stories, want to hear, you know, want to hear Good's opinion on different topics, whether you agree or disagree. Now on to the issues. I want to talk to you about the Dow. There are people, for the last eight years I've been arguing against the left because, you know, any time you'd talk to the left about the economic disaster that was the Obama administration, from excessive, excessive regulations to taxes to businesses getting hard to, to set up, through just creating this myth that, you know, just be middle, just be average, just be ordinary, you know, live off the government, don't be innovative, don't set up your small business, to just pure and out, out hatred for different industries. Whether it was, hey, you, you can set up a coal plant, but I'll bankrupt you. Yeah, that's always a good message for business. And anytime you would talk to people on the left, the one thing they would hang their hat on for, well, look, you're only just a right winger. You just don't see the good Obama does. And they would point to the Dow as, well, look at the Dow. The Dow's doing great. There is this urgency on both sides at different times to make the Dow reflect what they want it to reflect. So when Obama was in power, it was, well, the Dow was historic rates. That's, that's wonderful. When Brexit happened, the, the, the English version of the Dow, the FTSE tanked. And everyone, well, this shows you, you know, we, we don't like the, they don't like Brexit. The, the markets are very uneasy. The Dow went down. But when Trump won, the Dow went through the roof. And I've now had people on the rice say, well, you see, that's what happens when you put a businessman in the White House. The, the Dow goes up. Donald Trump hasn't done anything. Yeah, but, you know, he, everyone knows he's going to do something. The Dow just went up. I'm not bashing Trump. I'm not bashing anyone. I'm just going to talk to you about logical facts and figures. The last couple of weeks show I've been focusing in on you, your role, and who defines you. The reason for this has been from issues and I want to talk to you about in the new year. But also I just want to talk to you about the Dow for a minute. I am amazed anyone pays attention to the Dow. Not because it's not important. Not because it shouldn't be, but because everyone just makes it their argument. It's the Dow. It's the stock exchange. How, the, how are the stock exchange, how are the markets responding to a bit of news? Does anyone know what's on the Dow? I'm going to read out something to you. 3M, American Express, AT&T, Boeing Company, Caterpillar company, Chevron Corporation, Cisco Systems, DuPont Numerous, 
ExxonMobil, General Electric, Goldman Sachs, Home Depot, Intel Corporation, International Business Machines, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan & Chase, McDonald's Corporation, American Co., Microsoft, Nike, Pfizer, Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, Travelers Companies, United Technologies, United Health Group, Verizon Communications, Visa, Walmart and Walt Disney. That's 30 companies I just named, and they are the 30 companies on the Dow. Do they, what they do and what they feel and how people respond to them influence you in any way? If, if someone happens to wake up in Walt Disney and feel bad, or if there's a general mood of, you know, the price for Walt Disney shares is at an all-time high, I think they're going to go down. And the demand reflects that and their share price goes down. Does that affect you in any way of your life? If the Dow goes up tomorrow, if it has a record day, and I don't know what the record is, but let's just say it has a really good day. Positive trading all around, all strong results from all companies. And each of them, every stock market, every stock, the 30 stocks in the Dow goes up. And let's say it goes up by 500 points. Does that affect you? Does that affect how much money you have? Now, it might in your 401k. It might affect you down the road in your pension if, if you've invested in the Dow or in any other industry. It might affect you there. But I mean in the general mood. How many businesses do you think are in America? Because according to some estimates, there are approximately 28 million businesses in America. 28 million. Now, we also have to put that into context, that 22 million of those businesses are self-employed and they have no employees or no additional payroll. They just work for themselves. So let's use the smaller number. Let's just put things into context. There are 6 million small businesses in America who employ people. You know, your traditional, using old-fashioned language, you know, your mom-and-pop store. The mom and pop store down the end of the corner. Do you think what happens in Cisco or Walmart? Well, maybe Walmart because if it's a mom and pop store. But the likes of Cisco or Walt Disney or Nike, what happens there affects them. Is affecting their mood. Well, well, the mood around Nike is down, so my mood must be down. When you consider that since 1995, 65% of the new jobs, the net new jobs have been created by small businesses. Not Cisco, not Walmart, not Nike. Not McDonald's. Small, small businesses. When you add this into consideration, that approximately each month, 543,000 new businesses get started. Sadly, we're in a cycle right now where more businesses shut down than start up each month. But just put yourself in the shoes where you have this new product, new idea, new innovation, new service, new USP, whatever it is. And you're one of those 543,000 new businesses. And you're starting up and you're all excited and you're filled with optimism. Are you looking to the stock market going, well, if the stock market has a good day, I'll be happy today. But if it tanks, I'm really upset. This is the idea that we're talking about. The fact that 20, even using the small number, 6 million businesses are affected by the 30. Because it all goes to mood, right? You know, there are surveys out there. I'm sure some of you listening have taken part in these surveys from market research companies. Well, 
dear sir, madam, how, how do you feel? Well, I feel pretty good. And what's your average spend per month? Well, it's this. And how much, you know, compared to this time last year, are you spending more or less or on the same? Well, I'm spending more. Because inflation, duh. And having to spend more. Oh, okay. Well, you know, on the brands you buy, are, are you buying more premium bands, brands or luxury brands compared to what you bought last year? Or are you about the same? About the same, but I'm paying more for them. So I'm spending more. Oh, okay. You could be very positive. You could be very negative. You know, how are you set for Christmas? You know, will you be buying a bigger turkey this year? Will you be buying a bigger ham? Will you be going to more Christmas parties? Will you be giving more presents? They ask all these different types of questions depending on what organization you go. And it all basically boils down to how you feel. How's your mood? When was the last time you updated your car? When was the last time you did home improvements and updated your house? It all boils down to consumer sentiment. Yet for people on the left for the last eight years, that was just gone. You know, it it didn't matter take up take home pay went down for quite a lot of people. It didn't matter that you know more businesses were been shut down compared to starting up. It, none of that mattered. You, the individual, you little pesky small business, it didn't matter. It just mattered. Well, the the stock exchange did really well. Those thirty companies got richer. When you think about it, it's extremely ironic. Side point: extremely ironic that people on the left hang their hats on the Dow as a sign of Obama's recovery being brilliant, which these are traditionally rich companies. I don't know about you, but likes a Nike and Walmart and Walt Disney and Pfizer company and even even big banks. Oh, Goldman Sachs are on that list. You know, you're hanging your hat on their success. You're kind of ironic for the left. But, you know, the left never met a principle or an idea that they couldn't sort of, you know, work their way around and spin it in the right positive way. But the right are doing it now. Donald Trump is is president-elect. The Stows had its record day. Huge. It's been at its all-time highs. Let me put this into context with you. What do you expect the Dow to do? Because you're in business, okay? You expect the Dow to go up each and every day. It doesn't happen. It's just not possible. The world isn't all possible. But you expect it. Because the Dow, as I'm saying, this is not me starting up a small business and my success or failure. These are all established names. All established names with established profit margin and established businesses, both in America and overseas. You expect them to make money. If these companies don't make money and don't hit their estimates, it's big news because Nike didn't hit their estimate this month. Or Walt Disney didn't. That is big news. These big companies are very set up and run efficiently. So that is that. But secondly, what do you expect the world to do and the Dow to do when you keep printing money? It's not like a dollar to that a dollar in 2016 on the 17th of December or whatever day you're listening to this is worth the exact same thing and the exact same spending power you had on I don't know the 6th of December this year or when it was election day in November or in 2014 or 20, 2008 or 2000 you had different spending power with that dollar it bought more back then than it did today 
So jumping your high horse going, well, the Dow had a record day. What do you expect it to do? Between money printing, between inflation, between stimulus packages, of course the Dow is going to go up. It's a bull. They call it a bubble for a reason. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then it goes, and it pops. And by the way, this isn't just Obama. One thing, I'm going to annoy a lot of people in the new year, because I'm going to talk about a lot of issues. And it's not it's easy to blame Obama. Obama has a huge role to play. He's president. But, and likewise going forward, Trump will have a role to play. But you're not a... a, a you're not a theocracy, you're not a democracy, you're a republic. Paul Ryan will have a big role to play. Mitch McConnell will have a big role to play. And they've played a big role going back. The same way John Boehner did and George Bush did. And our good old buddy Trent Lott. I say that very sarcastically for those who are listening. These have all played a big role. We're going to be talking about policies and principles that are going back a long time. In fact, just on this issue alone, just on the dollar, this goes all the way back to Nixon and the gold standard. That's how far these policies go back to where they started. Some of the policies I'm going to talk to you about in the new year went all the way back to our good old buddy Woodrow. History is a long time of going on this big progressive agenda. What I'm going to ask you to do in the new year, and I'm going to start today, and I've been leading up to this for the last couple of weeks. Who defines you? What defines you? Educate yourself. Empower yourself. Know the truth. Look at things and question absolutely everything with boldness. Question me with boldness. Don't just say, well, John said that. Go question it. Go find out. I'll give you the source material where I can. If there's something, if I give a fact and a figure on a show and you're worrying about it or you're questioning on that doesn't sound quite right drop me a message on social media going hey where'd you get this number where'd you use this figure I'll give you the source data if I don't already post it but question everything and find where you stand on the issues for people who are long time listeners to many shows you know where Glenn Beck stands on the issues whether you like it or not or whether you agree with it or not you know where he stands you know where I stand you know where Doc Thompson stands you know where Mark Levin stands? Again, I'm not saying these are right or wrong or whether you like them or not, but you know where they stand. Where do you stand? And who defines you? Do you stand on your principles? Do you think right now, well, you know, the, the, it's great Trump is in, you know, the Dow's doing great. Isn't that wonderful? Is that going to define you? Or are you going to look at it and, and question with boldness? This is the decisions each and every one of you have to make. I'm going to hopefully take you on a journey over the coming weeks, months and years, building up to 2018 and 2020, that you have such a strong foundation, or if you already have a strong foundation, like I know many of you do, adding to it by finding the questions and helping you find the, where the issues stand. Now, if you want to play the games where, well, Trump is in, Trump won it, you know, that's why the stock market's going up. Okay, that's no problem. That's your opinion, and I respect it, even if I disagree with it. But I will ask the questions in the hope, maybe not on the Dow, maybe not on healthcare, maybe on some other issues, where if I ask the right questions and get you thinking, you might just see the bigger picture. You might see the principles. Because the Dow should be going up each and every day. Through businesses, through money inflation, through 
printing and through stimulus packages. It should be going up every day. And that is not a celebration. This is something I've seen and I wanted to address today. Where do you stand on the issues? Who do you stand with? Do you stand with a person, with a party, or with a principle? Or with God? i got to take one last quick break, America. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Freedom versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn. On the Blaze Radio Network. 